Welcome to Worship in the Word. This podcast is our introductory podcast on teshuva, which is the Hebrew word for repentance. Uh, We know that Jesus was Jewish, so he would have used the word teshuva instead of repentance. So we're going to do an introductory study to see how um, uh, the word repentance compares to teshuva and um, what more that we can learn from the Jewish roots of teshuva. We're going to begin with uh, the Word of God in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19 through 22. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto an holy temple in the Lord, in whom you also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. Okay, this is a very powerful uh, word from the Lord that defines our faith and the foundation of our faith is built upon the prophets and the apostles and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. So we're, we're going to do uh, a sampling, uh, although uh, teshuva is, is, uh, is a phenomenon that's found throughout the Bible. Uh, we're just going to take a sampling of uh, one prophet, one apostle, and what uh, and Jesus to see what they have to say about repentance, um, uh, looking at it from the Jewish uh, perspective of teshuva. So uh, we'll first turn to the prophet Ezra in Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If you turn back to. Ezra, we're going to read the one verse, and that uh, song that we sang, a song that we wrote uh, at the beginning of this podcast, uh, If My People, it comes from this particular verse of the prophet Ezra uh, speaking to the people of Israel at that time, a very turbulent time. And uh, it's a word that goes forth from then until now. We see in our world as as turbulence. Uh, uh, Read that particular verse. If my people, which are called by my name, 
shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. So we, we see much uh, information in this particular verse. He's, he's talking to the people. He says, if my people, he calls them uh, his people. And these are the people that are called by his name. Uh, the the uh, Jewish name, uh, Yahweh, uh, was ultimately revealed in the ultimate name of Yeshua, Jesus, who is uh, our Savior and Deliverer. So if you're calling upon the name of Jesus today, if you love Jesus uh, and, and you want to become closer to him, uh, it instructs us to humble ourselves. And this is... Uh, Repentance. This is teshuva, the humbling. Uh, the way they would do it, they would do it in sackcloth and ashes. When when things turned really bad for the people of God, they would. Uh, uh, when when David lost a battle, uh, they would all uh, put on sackcloth and throw ashes upon them. They would repent and pray to God for help. And so uh, the prayer is key. And seeking my face, he says, uh, and turning from their wicked ways. So we have to turn away from the sin. We seek his face. And then we hear from heaven. And God will work with us to... Um, to forgive our sin. He says, he's, I'm going to forgive the sin, and then I'm going to heal the land. So uh, this is a key verse from a prophet. Now we're going to turn to an apostle, the apostle Peter in Acts 2.38, and see what Peter has to say. Uh, we'll, have, uh, we'll have you read from Verse 38 to 42. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they shall gladly then they that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about three thousand souls, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. Okay. So we see much happened here in this uh, uh, little uh, segment of the Word of God. But 
uh, the thing that let it off was the kingdom key of repentance. And Peter, of course, was Jewish, and he would have been speaking to Jewish audience, so he would have used the word teshuva, but the, this, this teshuva that he commanded uh, as a kingdom key uh, ultimately led to a revival that, that uh, saved 3,000 souls. So our goal in the presentation of, of this study, the ongoing study of teshuva, is to uh, facilitate revival among the people of God and to bring in as many folks as want to join in uh, to this entourage, uh, to this group of God seekers that want to know God more deeply. So we've heard from the prophet and we've heard from an apostle. Let's hear what our Lord and Savior Jesus has to say. Uh, we're going to turn to Luke chapter 13, and we're going to read the first five verses. Uh, see, this is our Lord Jesus. Remember, our faith is built on the prophets, the apostles, and Jesus is the chief cornerstone. That means uh, in a cornerstone, it was the main big stone. If you go to Israel, uh, we've been to Israel, we've seen some of these cornerstones. They're huge. They're like a, a mega brick, like 20 feet wide and 40 feet long and, and uh, 15 feet high. It, it's a huge stone, but that stone is the guiding uh, stone for the level of the building and the construction of the building. So uh, what we're going to see here from Jesus is how do we construct a life of faith that has a strong foundation? Okay, go ahead. There were present at that season some that told him of the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answering said unto them, Suppose ye that these Galileans were sinners above all the Galileans because they suffered such things. I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Or these eighteen upon whom the tower of Siloam fell and slew them, think ye that they were sinners above all men that dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you nay, but except ye repent, ye shall all likewise perish. Okay, he laid it out pretty simple for us, folks. And he doubled down on it twice. He said, except you repent, you're going to likewise perish. So we know that uh, in our pathway back to God, and that's what teshuva is, is a is a return to God, a path back to God. Uh, in English, the word repent means, it's an old uh, military word, it means about face, uh, where the sergeant would yell, repent, and everybody would do an about face. 
So we we uh, we understand that that repent is a state of mind. It's it's uh, a state of contrition. We're sorry. We plead to God and say we're sorry for what we've done. We're sorry for the mistakes. Uh, so it's a turnaround away from the the world that we living we're living in. Uh, the teshuva expands on that in that it's a focused return to God. Uh, it becomes a constant daily returning to God um, where we, it's a lifestyle, it's a journey where we learn to, to come to God with all of our problems. Um, Jesus said, take up your cross and follow me. That cross is... Is, is all of the bad stuff that happened to us. Uh, uh, it's all of the good stuff too, but uh, it's a combination of all of our life experiences. He said, take up, take it all up and follow me. So um, this is the teshuva. It's a focused return to God. Um, in fact, the ancient sages called uh, the people that uh, especially the sinners, the people that um, knew that they needed God, that that they couldn't heal themselves, uh, they were called Baal Teshuvas. Uh, they were the ones that uh, were considered uh, to be the most righteous when they could overcome uh, their sins. And... Um, they became, uh, the, the Baal Teshuvas became masters of the return. That's what the sages called them. They, they became masters. They knew when they had a problem, uh, and this is what we can do when, when we have situations that, that seem way, and they are way beyond our ability to handle, that we can turn them over to God. It says, God, this, this, this thing is too big for me. And Jesus said, these mountains, and he was using, this was a metaphorical statement. He said, these, you can tell those mountains to be gone. They can, you can cast them out into the sea. He wasn't talking about a physical mountain. He was talking about a mountain that seemed insurmountable to you. And this is what the, the journey of Teshuvah is. This is the return to God. And um, it was... It was something that God had planned from the beginning for us. Um, and um, it was from the foundations of the earth. Uh, God had a plan. We say in, in business if, uh, that a failure to plan is a plan to fail. Well, God didn't have a plan to fail. He had a plan to win. It's a winning plan. And uh, you can win uh, in life, you can win with God. I don't care how many failures you've had, what you've done. If you decide to turn to God in repentance and walk this path of teshuva, Jesus said, the path to life is narrow. He said, broad is the path to destruction, but the path to life is narrow. That's the teshuva plan. That's the path of teshuva. And he said, uh, that he came not to uh, heal the righteous, but sinners. 
And we I wondered about that for a long time. Why why wouldn't he want to heal the righteous? Well, these these were not uh, righteous, uh, really. They were people that were self sufficient. People that were, and maybe you've you've lived you've lived your life so far. You're you're a self made person. You know you 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 everything is okay. Well, uh, there may come a mountain in your life. Maybe maybe it'll be the big C word, cancer, or maybe it'll be a child that that goes way off into something that's that's totally weird and strange, and 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 then you will cry out to God. Uh, God uh, wants to save. He said, "I would that all would come to Teshuvah." He wants everyone. Yes. There are there isn't a select few. I know there's some biblical doctrines that are preached that that there's only an elect. Well, the elect comes when you decide to walk into shuva and to repent before God. Then you elect yourself. You become a chosen. He said, "Many are called, but few are chosen. The ones that are chosen are the ones that choose to walk this path." Amen. And uh, it's a beautiful path. Amen. It's a, it's I I yes. if, with my earthly ability I can't convey the beauty that is in there. But it's 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 a beauty of healing. It's a beauty of joy. He said the joy before he went to the cross. He says I go to the cross uh, because I want to fill you with joy because of the redemptive work that he did uh, on, on Calvary. We can partake of that, and we can have joy in our life. We can be forgiven. We can have a new life. Yeah. Uh, uh, the thing about teshuva, what it does is we focus on the sin, and we ask God for help on the sin, and then uh, what comes is the fruition of what the, the prophet Isaiah said, beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for the spirit of mourning. Oh, glory to God. Uh, that's what God has uh, for you. Maybe you, your life has been burned up and it's nothing but a pile of ashes right now. He says, I'm going to give you beauty for that, that pile of ashes. I'm going to take the memories. And he said, uh, the oil of joy for the spirit of mourning. Maybe you mourn about the things you did. You, you made Amen. mistakes. You did this, did that. Yes. But he says, I'm going to give you uh, the oil of joy that's going to be poured all over. You're going to have so much joy. You're not going to know what to do. You're going to have to share it with your family. You're and this is the thing about teshuva, is that it it heals you and it heals those that you're connected with. It brings revival. Praise God. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. If they pray